Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. Today on the podcast, I have a special guest. My friend Sheridan Ruth is here to share with you about hair loss and how to still feel confident even with hair loss. One thing I love about this conversation with her is even if hair loss is not something that you've experienced, but you've experienced any sort of disconnect from your body in any way, she has such great insight into how to feel confident and connect back to your body through yoga and coaching. And we just had a really fun conversation about that. She and I connected through my coach Jackie's Facebook group, which is called Yoga Boss. It's specifically for yoga teachers wanting to become yoga entrepreneurs. And I've met so many great women through that community. Jackie and I have worked together for about two and a half years now. And in that time, she has specifically started leaning more toward working with yoga teachers. But because I have a background in yoga and taught yoga for a long time, I have such a connection with yoga and the mind-body connection. So this has been really fun to connect with other yoga teachers and other coaches and entrepreneurs, of course. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Sheridan. I think she is such a radiant, fun person to talk to, and I think she offers such great insight. So without further ado, here is Sheridan. Today on the podcast, we have Sheridan Ruth to talk all about confidence with hair loss. And I am so excited to have her. I met her through my coach Jackie's Facebook group. And it's been really fun to connect with other yoga teachers and coaches through Jackie's group. So that is where I met Sheridan and I am excited to have her. Sheridan, will you introduce yourself and tell us what you do, who you help and all about yourself? Yeah. Okay. So my name is Sheridan and originally I'm from Australia. You guys are listening. You're going to be like, where's her accent from? Originally I'm from Australia, but I've spent the last nine years in Colombia, South America. So I've spent a lot of time kind of neutralizing my accent. And I lost my hair when I was seven years old. I started losing my hair and I went from it's called alopecia areata, where your hair falls out in patches. And now I've progressed in the last 20 years to alopecia universalis, which means that you have no hair on your head and or on your body, sorry. And through that, when it was most difficult for me and I was not experienced, I had no self-esteem. I was really just not confident at all. I didn't feel very good. I found yoga and I started practicing yoga a lot and I went really, really deep into the philosophy of yoga, the practice of yoga and the lifestyle of yoga. So now that I've done my own trainings and I've become more certified and more confident in the way that I can teach it, I teach women who are experiencing hair loss how to find confidence and self-acceptance and a higher self-esteem, more resilience through the practices of yoga, the philosophy of yoga, and then the coaching and the mindset coaching that goes around that to bring it into your life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Your story is so powerful. And you have, I mean, obviously people listening can't see, but like you just have such a radiant energy and just such a bright light that you bring. And I think because you've, I mean, you've had this, come to this place of acceptance and true confidence within yourself that the circumstances 
don't create that. Like you've learned that I can experience total hair loss and still be confident in myself. So was there, this is a question that I thought of as you were, as you were saying that, was there sort of a turning point where you began to work through a lot of this internal confidence work? Was that within yoga or did something happen to where you say, okay, I'm, I'm just going to decide to feel confident no matter what? Yeah. I think there are always a couple of different turning points and there's definitely moments where I've been like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm just going to be confident. And one of them is to do with yoga. So I came to yoga because I've always enjoyed doing physical exercise, but I actually hurt my knee and I wasn't able to run. And I really, really liked running. So I had to figure out something I could do. And I was just like alone living in Colombia and I wasn't feeling good. And I started doing yoga and I noticed, you know, when I got, when I did yoga, I just did it at home because I couldn't go, you know, I thought I can't go outside because they're going to see that I don't have hair or my wig will fall off. Like I can't do yoga in a studio. So I just do it at home and I kept doing it at home. And I noticed that I was becoming more confident in myself and my ability to show up and get on the mat and do the difficult pose. And I kept going and I kept going and I kept going. And it got to the point where it really felt like I needed to go to a yoga class. I really felt like I've kind of done what I can with videos. I want someone to guide me and I want someone to tell me if what I'm doing is correct and to help me. But in my head, I thought, well, I can't do that because I'd have to take off my wig. So I think that was a point where it was kind of like, okay, well, I want this thing and this thing makes me feel good and it makes me feel more confident. So it became kind of a no brainer to use the yoga as practice to gain the confidence to then go to the yoga class. And it wasn't, it wasn't so finite like that. Like I just did it one day and it went. I used the practice and I did, I chose a more difficult yoga pose and I thought, okay, I'm just going to go, I'm going to breathe and I'll get through the pose and I have anxiety about the pose, but then I do the pose and then I, and then it's done and I did it and I felt really good about myself. Yes, doing it. Great. And one of the steps that came after that was actually going to a sisterhood circle where I had uh, one of the, the hosts of the sisterhood circle, which is like a woman's circle. You guys haven't really heard about that type of thing. Um, she is a coach and I was expressing to her of the circle and I said, I'm really nervous and I really want to do this. And I was telling them about the story. And then she goes to me, well, what would you like it to be like? And I said, you know, I'd like it to be just normal. I wish that I could just go and take off my hair at the same way that everyone takes off their shoes. And then you just get into the yoga and you do the yoga. And then at the end, you put your shoes on, you put your hair on. And she's like, well, why don't you do that? And if that were my friend, I would have said, oh, you don't understand. But because it was this coach, you know, I really respected her. And, and I thought, oh, right, I could. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my first step. Like that was my first thing that motivated me to go out of my comfort zone because I wanted it bad enough. And I said, okay, I'm going to go. And I went and I did the yoga class and I hated the yoga class, but it was amazing. And that's kind of where everything changed. And I started, I kept going and then I realized, well, I can teach people this, you know, yeah. and teaching yoga also aligns with my 
mm, strengths, which is another part of feeling confident. And so I felt like, yeah, this is, this is it. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. I love that also you had the realization in that experience with the coach that it was someone that didn't know you, you know, didn't know you personally, could, could speak that to you. And it was more from like, there was no judgment. There was no, like, they were just saying like, well, why don't you? And then, and then it, it offered you the opportunity to say, oh yeah, well, maybe I could. Like, I've, I've not really allowed myself to think that. Instead, I've kept, you know, kept holding myself back by having these other thoughts. So was that part of what it expanded you into like coaching and had you thinking about coaching? Yeah, I always, because for me, yoga is the transformation. Yoga is so many different things to different people. But for me, and it's taken a lot of self-reflection to understand this about myself, yoga is about the transformation that it gives you, either in one yoga class or after having either going to a retreat or doing maybe a series, like a 30-day series or something. It's a vessel of transformation. So I always thought, I want to be able to, to do that for someone else. I want to be able to guide them through yoga class. And I want to be able to have the effect that those classes and that practice has had on me for other people. So I went into my yoga teacher training with that in mind. I started teaching yoga and I'm always asking for feedback and I kept asking for feedback. And what I noticed was that number one, if there's no coaching component, I don't feel like it doesn't light me up inside because it's very important for me to be able to personalize the yoga class that I give to whatever is happening inside of that person's head. And if there's no coaching and there's no conversation or there's no deep friendship, I don't feel that I'm able to do that. And I feel a little bit lost and not everyone's like that, but but I am. And when I was asking people, you know, what's your favorite part of the yoga classes everyone would come back and say, well, I like the coaching kind of stuff that we do. Mm. And then I thought, oh, yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) That's what that is. Yeah. (laughs) The coaching thing I've been doing all this time. That's what that is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you notice it, I think, when people come come to you for advice about certain things, and I think there's also, and at the same time I was doing a training that helped me hone in on those talents and the skill of coaching and and that and the ethical side of it and so it just kind of birthed itself you know it was non-intentional yeah and from there did you what got you saying okay I've experienced this hair loss and I want to help other people who've done the same did you start out that way or did that evolve over time as well yeah that evolved over time because I always you know I said to my coach at the beginning I was like I really want to do like yoga for confidence like I'm all about I'm all about empowering people I have I'm a co-founder of a foundation that empowers women Mm -hmm. and we do a lot of self-reflection as well and I was like it's all about like confidence and like empowerment like your inner power and I I was like, but that's not clear. Like it wasn't clear to me. Uh-huh. And then with the help of a coach, I went in and was like, okay, this is all of these things, you know, acceptance and all of the things that I integrate into my work are things that I've been through. And it all, the best way, how do I explain this? The best 
the only way that they all really come together, I believe, is in hair loss because they're all things that everyone experiences, but the way that they come together specifically is if you're experiencing hair loss because there are so many unique things to it. And it is about confidence and it's also about dealing with uncertainty and having confidence in your resilience and things like that. Whereas maybe another confidence co confident coach would be more about like finding your voice, you know? Right. There are so many different layers to it. Money's more about like that grounded confidence of resilience and the inner radiance and power. Yeah. Because as someone who has had this, this happen more externally, you really want to hone in on you in yourself, having your confidence, having your inner resilience, being able to bounce back, being able to really feel sure of yourself no matter what. Because also this is something... I think you kind of explained this in the beginning, but for you, this was a progression over time or did things happen quickly? How did the hair loss take place over a period of time? Yeah, no, my hair loss took place over a long time. Uh, so in that last 18 months, I've lost my eyelashes and the majority of my eyebrows. And I'm, I started losing my hair when I was seven and I'm now 27, turning 28. So it's been 20 years of hair loss. Uh, it was probably pretty stable for about five years. After I lost all the hair on my head, it was really stable for five years. And then past couple of years, it was like, you know what? Don't worry. You don't need eyelashes. You don't need eyebrows. Like hair on your arms, on your legs. Don't worry. You don't need it. Yeah. Taking it away. And so it's like this, it's like a window into, into both, right. into both having it when you're a child Mm -hmm. and then not having it for a period of time and then having it happen fairly rapidly. For me, 18 months is fairly rapidly, right. but I know that, you know, people have it happen in two days. Yeah. And that's what I think is so interesting about this with you coaching people on this specific issue is that you're giving them, you're equipping them with skills to go through this process over what could be a couple of days, a couple of years, 20 years, you know, like this is going to be taking place for some people for a long time and they're going to need to be building up that resilience and working on their confidence as this is happening. So I think you having this specific niche and working with these people, you can help them with that. Cause it's so, I mean, it's personal to you, but it's also, it's over a period of time that they'll need to keep working on their mindset around yeah. this. Um, so when someone initially comes to you, do you find that they have just been maybe diagnosed or they are, they're starting to notice this in themselves and starting to worry, but haven't been to the doctor yet? Like, is there a, a point when people are like, can you say like 90% are newly diagnosed okay. or they were diagnosed when they were a child and they're coming into that, you know, that point of, uh young adulthood where you're kind of reconsidering everything and you're like, what yes. am I doing with my life? <laughs> that point where you're like, what does this mean? So, but they, they have usually a diagnosis most of the time mm -hmm. and they're probably just dealing, I'd say in most cases they're dealing with that roller coaster of emotions and like the anxiety and the uncertainty, maybe kind of moving into depression at times and just feeling like really insecure and uncomfortable in their own body and just, like they kind of wish that they want to hide away, but they know, or most of the time, I think that we know it's not an option for most people. It's hiding away. It's just, it's not an option. Right. Yeah. Wanting to, and wanting to get back to life, but also not feeling equipped with emotionally how to handle that. So what is your 
process like? I know you kind of combine yoga and coaching. What's your process like to take them through? Yeah, so it depends on the person and their experience with yoga. But essentially what we do is we combine the yoga and coaching. So we do one yoga class, for example, and then one coaching session. Or if we're doing uh, an intensive or a workshop, we'll do it all in one. So we'll do a little bit of coaching and group coaching at the beginning, maybe a little bit of theory and understanding. And then we'll do the movement aspect. And then there'll be like a Q&A at the end where we can integrate because it's I find it's best to interlace them so that you're able to, at the same time, everything that you have from the previous coaching session, you bring it into your psyche and you bring it into your energetic body and you experience it on a physical level or what we experience on the mat and what we learn on the mat, we have the opportunity to discuss it because a lot of the time we learn a lot on the mat and we need to bring it into conversation to be like, oh yeah. yeah. Like to have that aha, uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> aha uh-huh moment, like, and have that like, pulling of the subconscious forward because a lot of what we do on the mat will shine a little bit of light into the subconscious. Yeah. And then you do the coaching afterwards so that you can be like, hey, remember that that happened? Right. That came up and now we can talk through it because I love that too, because it prompts things to come up. Because sometimes in our we go through life and we don't realize what's happening in our subconscious until there's some sort of trigger. And in this case, like the yoga is that it triggers a subconscious to say what's happening there and what can we work through, which I love that using both of those together to, um, and it also integrates the, the mind and the body. What's happening for your clients is it's a physical thing. And so there's that connection to the body that you want to get back to, which often they might have found they're disconnected from their body because, you know, maybe they feel that they are, they're not, um, it's harder to love a body that is doing something that maybe they don't agree with or that sort of thing. So you're bringing that connection back to their body and integrating the mind and body as well. So I think that's so beautiful. I love, I love the work yeah. that you're doing. I'm so <laughs> connected. That's like, to it. <laughs> but you just said it, like it's the whole, like, but I think of it as becoming friends again with your body. I think this yeah. counts for anyone who has ever experienced any type of illness or disease or disorder. There is like that part of you, or even just, you know, you broke your ankle. You get like frustrated Yeah. and you have this, or even, you know, with weight loss, mm-hmm. Yes. you're it's you have to make friends with your body again right and the best way to do that is by moving it in my opinion in my experience Mm -hmm. I agree and reminding yourself of what your body is capable of and what you can do and often when you have had that disconnection you you think that your body is is against you or failing you in some way but if you reconnect and you come back to that like friendship kind of feeling with your body then you can see oh yeah we're working together and (laughs) and we're in this together like you know we're not there's no separation here let's come back together and work through this so that's that is amazing how um how have you seen the impact of this work that you're doing with these women who've experienced hair loss the impact of confidence on their life over you know a period of time or in other areas of life how does this impact them I think it comes up a lot in other areas of life more than, you know, even I was anticipating. So one of the, one of the things that's really, really important is that self-study, right? And 
doing things that make you feel uncomfortable and speaking with compassion. So I notice it a lot in the, it comes up a lot in career. So people will come and say like, okay, well, what's my purpose? What am I meant to do? This has happened for a reason. So how do I bring it out? You know, does that mean that I'm going to be, that I'm going to be more compassionate with people around me, you know, have a heightened sense of empathy? Does it mean that I begin volunteering? Does it mean that I completely quit my job and do something that's more in line with my values? Does it mean that I start sharing this and like people have like, should I become a coach? And they're having all of those like, oh God, I don't know what I'm doing. And just feeling more inspired and more like having that sense of like, I dare myself to do the thing that I've been putting off yes. because everything, nothing's going to be the perfect timing, right? And right. even if it isn't the perfect timing, you still get through it. And I think relationships is a big one because when you're experiencing social anxiety or anxiety from the way you look or the way that you believe that you look, it impacts especially your romantic relationships. Yeah. One of the things that we work on a lot is feeling sexy and having yeah. that like vibrance. Mm-hmm. having that sexy confidence so being able to do that and being able to go to your spouse or, or date or feel comfortable dating and being confident to do that it's so important and I never saw it as an integral part of my work in the beginning but it is yeah yeah, yeah. because it, it trickles out and these same thoughts that they're having about themselves they're having as they go on dates or as they're at work and all of these other areas so you're when you deal with that core thought that they're they're dealing with and that mindset that they've been in you help them in all of these these other ways which is amazing yeah so I have I mean I've just really enjoyed learning about this from from your perspective and from how your experience has been. And I love that you use this story that you have to now go and change the lives of so many other women who are in the same situation or probably in that beginning phase of feeling nervous and scared and not really knowing how to handle it. And you equip them with how to process these emotions and then have that vibrant energy. So I love what you're doing. How can um, people find you? Where do you spend time online? What can can they do to connect with you? <laughs> yeah, I spend most of my life. Most of my life is on Instagram. There you go. Me too. <laughs> um, which is just at underscore Sheridan Ruth underscore. Okay. So it's S H E R I D A N R U T H. And just, yeah, send me a message, like something, DM me. You can also see more of my work and kind of the entirety of everything that I do at Sheridan Ruth dot com perfect well thanks so much for coming on today this was so fun I loved chatting with you and learning more and I think that this is going to be huge for people who have maybe are are just now experiencing this or didn't know where to go or didn't know someone to help them to help them with and um also did maybe a mom who has a daughter who was you know is a teenager where you were and is in that phase of, of trying to figure this out. So I think this is going to make a huge impact. And I'm so grateful that you've given us your time and came on the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for facilitating this and for being that vessel of awareness, because absolutely, you may, you know, people think that they're alone, especially my heart goes out to like mothers and feeling very, very alone. And you're not, there's an amazing, amazing community, you just got to reach out a little bit and go online, because that's where we all are. And 
yeah, if you're hesitant about sending a message or anything to myself or to anyone else in the hair loss community, we're all really nice. So go yes. ahead. You, you want to help. Exactly. Yeah, we really, really do. <laughs> Please let us help. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This is so fun. <laughs> thank you so much, Kristen. Thank you again to Sheridan for coming on the podcast, telling us your story and giving us all of these ways to connect with you and a community of other women who are experiencing hair loss. If that is you, if you're listening and you felt like, oh man, I finally know someone who's going through this, now you do. Sheridan is the person for you. Connect with her, find her online on Instagram and reach out to her. Be sure to tell her how much you loved listening to the podcast. And if you did love it and you are loving all the other episodes as well, I would love for you to rate and review the podcast. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate that so much. And also share it to Instagram. Let people know that you're listening. Tag us and tell us that you are listening and loving the podcast. I would love to see that. We are coming up on the one-year mark of the podcast. And I want to continue spreading the message helping women feel more connected to other women who are in their same situation, helping you feel in community and supported and loved and also know that you are not alone in feeling overwhelmed and experiencing hair loss and lacking confidence and wanting to live an intentional life. Know that there are those of us there who are, we're here to support you. That is what we do. So be sure to rate and review, share it with your friends. I would appreciate that so much. If you want to connect further with me, you can find me at underscore Kristen Alana on Instagram. You can find me at kristenalana.com. And below in the show notes, I give you other ways to connect. You can find my website. You can book a clarity call with me if you are wanting to work with me. And you can join my email list at all of the links below. So everything will be there in the show notes can find Sheridan, you can find me, and we would love to connect with you and get to know you even more. Thank you again for listening this week, and I'll talk to you next week.